kicks it out towards the big ruck when Thomas was in the front spot that time. Ball hits the deck, handball over the top. Martin, he couldn't quite trap it, but had the skill to go after it again. Make that three. Make that three, you little beauty. He's a superstar, Cole Martin. And he slammed through his first on the bending over his grass. Who's going to claim the ball? It's just falling out of hand. Now, can we have a shot at goal? It's against Spice. It's Spice. He's picked it up and he's just put it on the left. It's a big, big week in the Eastern Football Network League. It's the Deakin University Grand Final Week for all our women's sides. Six Grand Finals going uh, out into the field on Saturday. Three at H.E. Parker and three at Quamby Reserve. And I guess now the new centrepiece with the changing round of the times is the Division One Grand Final between Roville and Park Orchards. And I am joined by Leanne Gill, Roville Senior Women's Coach down the line. Leanne, it's been a, a really fantastic year for your Roville side. That I guess, were you expecting this at the start of the year? Obviously, Roville had a bit of a disappointing 2021 campaign obviously it wasn't a full year but did you expect this sudden rise from bottom to top honestly no um i said to everyone at the start of the year that i thought that we could be a really competitive division one side um but i certainly didn't expect at that particular time to be playing off in the grand final as we went on throughout the year we started to improve and um you know, the girls were able to understand the style of football that I was asking them to play. Um, I did think, oh, we can make finals. And if you make finals, it's really anyone's game. So at the start, no. But halfway through the season, I started thinking, I reckon we can make finals. And if we make finals, I reckon we can make the granny. Yeah, well, absolutely. I guess that's definitely a very humble internal view because you guys sort of started like a house on fire. In in terms of your, your home and away season, I saw often you were quoted in our women's weekend previews that the scoreline probably flattered you guys a little bit in some of those games. Often, would you agree that your girls came off the ground, you know, often beating sides by 10 or so goals, but but coming off the ground thinking that it was much closer in the, the heat of the battle? Yeah, we, we tended to have one really good quarter, um, you know, against a one side in the latter half of the season, you know, like we... We had an eight goal last quarter, and I think that's just because we were a little, maybe a little bit fitter or had more rotations on the bench. Um, you know, I knew that the competition was always going to tighten up after the VFLW season and the NAB season finished, and I think that's sort of something that um, people that haven't had a lot to do with women's football probably didn't understand fully that it really would tighten up, and once. Everyone's played each other once. You know, good coaches and, and all the other teams have good coaches. They figure out a way to beat you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's why it tightened up as well. You know, they, they'd seen us and other teams and thought, right, this is what we're going to do to beat Roval. And it became more competitive in the second half because people got their VFLW players back. And plus, they'd already seen all the other teams once in the first round. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Just looking at the stats now, obviously the margins when you played the, the likes of Beaconsfield, North Ringwood and Chenton Park and obviously Park Orchards pretty much halved in the second half of yep. the year. You you guys, though, you've got some attacking weapons. Um, the spread of goal kickers must be very pleasing. So looking at it now, almost 20 players have kicked a goal and six players have over 10 or 10 or plus, sorry, with Seedsman, Jeffers, Bell, Bo Karoom, Wise and Daniel Brotto, who's led the way with 33. Is that something that you're hoping will come to the fore on Saturday? Oh, I am. Look, you know, um, someone once said to me said to me that your midfielders need to account for thirty percent of your goals in a game. 
So, you know, we've tried to get midfield goals out of our players as well. And I think that the better teams have done that. Their, their midfielders are able either to kick goals as on ballers or go forward and kick goals um, as well. Yep. So, you know, I, I think we've got a big spread. It's just about using them in combination, um, yep. you know, with us, getting a, getting a quick one down there or a big marking one down there, um, that sort of thing. You know, a, a few of our goals do come from crumbs yep. in – in the forward line, but that's okay. Doesn't matter how I would say. Doesn't matter how you kick them as long as you kick them. No one draws <laughs> pictures of them, do they? That's right. That's right. Yeah. So that's really pleasing um, for us because we know that if our on balls aren't kicking goals, usually our key forwards are. Yeah, absolutely. And you know that's a bit of a weapon. Yep. The final series, or the last three weeks, I guess, the first one of them wasn't a final series. You've played really, really tight games. Obviously, the draw with Park Orchards, yep. uh, the, the one-point loss the following week after. And then this North Ringwood game of the weekend was a bit of a scrap before, as you said, you sort of ran out the game better, kicking four goals to two in a in a pretty intense preliminary final. Do you yeah. think that'll hold the girls in good stead that they've played three really tough matches in a row? I think they will, and I think what it does is that you know, sometimes you can talk and talk and talk and talk to your players, but they don't actually get it unless they see it on the ground. Yeah. And, you know, kudos to North Ringwood because they came out with a plan to beat us and it, they nearly got there. <laughs> you know, they nearly got there. The same as Park Orchard, you know, the, the, the previous two weeks. You know, unfortunately, the last time in a away game, I, I couldn't be there. I actually hurt my back, so I couldn't be there, so I didn't see that game. But obviously, in the in the semi final, and once again, that was probably anyone anyone's game. And if I was being, well, not harsh. Harsh is not the word, but I suppose we should really have won that. Um, and but that's a learning process for these girls as well to know when to not kick the ball. Yeah, <laughs> you know when not to kick the ball, game when sense. not to kick the handball. Yeah, game game sense. And I said this to some to one of the dads the other day that. You know, you know that's the big thing, especially me coming from coaching boys to coaching women. It's about game awareness, um, and we don't have a lot of players in our team that play junior football, so um, they haven't been brought up with that game awareness as well. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, the, 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 let's talk about the the second semi final. Then, like you said, you guys sort of jumped out to a a, a pretty handy lead at the halftime break yep. before yep. they peppered the goals. How much yep. time you've played Park Orchard? This will be the fourth time now. And you spoke about obviously opposition coaches have started to figure out a little bit about Roville. What have you yep. started to figure out without obviously giving away too many state secrets mm-hmm. about Park Orchards and and how you think you guys can improve on your your two recent performances? Look, I I, I think. Without giving without giving too much away, um, you know they they're definitely quicker than us. So we have to sort out a way of nullifying their leg speed. Yep. Um, and that, and I, I think we play we do play a, a similar style of football, as in we hit exit points and you know have people running past and that sort of thing. So I think the big thing for us is nullifying their leg speed. Yep. And uh, being, you know, being smart about it, and you know, I say to my girls that if you can't impact the inside contest, impact the outside contest. So I think if we can improve in impacting the outside contest, we should be able to match it. Um, you know, and not let that leg speed get away from us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Okay, and then finally, before we wrap up, it, it, it should be a, a decent crowd given, obviously, Park Orchards. I think they've got their reserves and under-19s in finals, but they should all be wrapped up by 2.40 p.m. Roville, obviously, the senior boys have the week off. One, how's yep. the relationship been between the girls and the boys at the club, but also between yourself and Ben Wise because you're following similar journeys this year. You've both got teams that were right down the bottom of the ladder and, and taking them to the minor premiership, and hopefully, for Ben's sake, he can join you guys in a grand final. Yeah, look, you know, it, it does become a little bit um, difficult when you train on different nights. Of course. And, you know, and, and as I've explained to the guys, you know, the girls come out, you know, one or two nights a week. It's really difficult for them to come out a third night to a mm. Thursday night dinner or something like that. But, you know, Ben and I have spoken. I've, I've talked in front of the guys. I'll go down and, and talk at training on Thursday night about our grand final. Um, and that, Now, obviously, I've come home to Roval, yes. so everyone sort of knows me, so that made it a, a lot easier. Um, you know, there's always going to be little, thi- little things that, uh, I suppose, to be, to be completely honest, annoy the crap out of women. Yeah, of course. Um, but it's not deliberate. It's just uh, not a learning. Um, a learning. It's a learning. It's a learning about how to integrate, you know, the women and, and the men in, in, into the club. And the needs of both. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I've always said women coming into a, a football club are not there to take over. They're there to be a part of the club. Absolutely. That's anyone, yeah. I think. And that's, that, that's yeah. anyone. And then what about yeah. the crowd? The parkour just have a great following. Roval, uh, they've been starved of success, I guess, since they've climbed all the way to the top flight in the men's. And obviously, I don't think the women have won a premiership in their infancy. So we're expecting a massive crowd at H.E. Parker. Have any of the girls played in front of those big crowds or even yourself, Leanne? Oh, uh, yeah, look, uh, well, Roval actually played a one a they division two. In 2019, I think. Correct. And obviously when I was coaching at Blackburn, um, we played finals, apart from last year when, when we didn't get, they yeah. didn't get to play great on. We play finals every year. And obviously, uh, you know, I, I've coached the, the boys' sides and yeah. that that have played in grand finals. So, you know, we're... They're used to the crowds. I think it'll be a bigger crowd and a more boisterous crowd than yes. they're used to. Um, and that, but, you know, my, my mantra to myself when I'm talking to myself is just stay calm, just stay calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It can go one of two ways. Yeah, it can go one of two ways sort of things. You know, I get a little bit intense when I'm coaching football, so I just have to tell myself to, to stay calm. Absolutely. Well, well, yeah. well, Leanne, I'm going to be out there at HA Parker because we're going to be calling every single one of the women's uh, Deakin University grand finals. So looking forward to this one. It's going to be an absolute thriller, a great spectacle of Division 1, which is incredibly the third tier of this competition. Yep. So well done on your season so far and good luck for the grand final and thanks for joining us on Finals Fever. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Thank you, Leanne.